through the generations. From the baby boomers to Gen X to Gen Y. It's time to take a leap into the mind of today's youth with What's Making News with Gen Z. It is time for What's Making News with Gen Z, and we welcome uh, for another week. It is Elizabeth Blacksland. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. How are you, Tracy? I'm good, thank you. How are you coping? It's a little bit chilly out there. I'm a bit cold. <laughs> are you still under the blankets? I am, yes, but I'm keeping nice and warm. <laughs> half your luck, half your luck. So you're coming to us live from the bedroom today? I am. I've got my laptop in front of me. I'm, I'm in work mode. That's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Now, I'm really excited to hear about uh, a new social media platform that uh, is, fingers crossed, going to make a big difference to us all. Tell me about uh, Be Real. Yeah, so super, super interesting. I actually found out about this one. I had kind of seen little bits and pieces of it, but I hadn't really looked into what it was. Um, But yes, it's this new um, French social media app called Be Real. It was founded in 2019, but during um, 2020, it's gained a massive amount of following, um, mostly in Europe and the UK, but it's also started to break into the US and a little bit here. Um, So it's all about kind of just like posting a quick snapshot of your day and showing your friends and people that follow you under, you know, mostly your friends, Mm -hmm. um, what that, what you're doing in that little two minutes. Now, the key thing with this is that you can only post once a day, but you can't touch the photo. So you can't filter it. You can't make yourself look thinner. You can't uh, change your skin tone. You can't change anything on this, can you? No, exactly. So the app will send you a daily notification. It changes every single day. So you can't kind of plan your plan your day around when the photo, when the notification will be coming. Um, and you get a two-minute time frame mm. um, to take the photo. And so it takes a photo with your front camera, so of your face, presumably, and then with your back camera as well, so kind of showing whatever you're doing. And it puts your little face up in the, um, the top left-hand corner of that photo and it just it sends it out and that's it. I love it. The the pressure that this can, you know, it potentially has to, uh, you and I continually talk about you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know, the Instagram world that uh, that our Gen Zers have to live under. You know, this really does does change things, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And it's definitely becoming extremely, extremely popular. So it's currently ranked um, as the fourth most downloaded mobile app in both the UK and the US and France. Um, followed by um, following Instagram, Snapchat, and Pinterest. So Facebook's not even up there. Wow. That's incredible. You, I know you have Facebook, but you very rarely use it, do you? No, not really. I mean, I kind of just use it to, if I, the thing that I use it for is probably if I'm going on a trip, like when mm. I went to Japan, I posted all my photos there so that everyone could see it. Um, wishing people happy birthday. That's mm. kind of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. Uh, it, it's look. I'm really excited. As I said, I uh, I you know I really really worry about the next generation and uh, you know how they're going to cope with uh, this Kardashian world where you know you, you don't actually just put a photo up. You you take the photo, you manipulate it, you play with it, you you bring this unsustainable, unreal um, look at life to to the world and to your followers. At least with be real, it's as the name suggests. It's real. Yeah, so I mean, you could be, you know, all dressed up, going out to dinner, hanging out with some friends, you know, and you could take a really nice photo, but you also could just be in bed watching Netflix Mm. and that's kind of your snapshot of your day. But that's realistic. That's what people do, you know, particularly in this terrible cold weather. Yeah, absolutely. So have you got it? Have you got the app yet? 
I haven't downloaded it yet, but mm. I'm definitely planning on um, downloading it and giving it a go. Yeah, well, do that for me, and then uh, and let us know. Uh, let us know how uh, how you find it. Now, obviously, we know that uh, it's been a crazy last, uh, what, two to three months with this Amber Heard-Johnny Depp case. Uh, It has been an absolute bloodbath. But um, what have you guys been, you know, from a Gen Z perspective, how have you taken the uh, the Johnny Depp-Amber Heard court case? I mean, obviously, we've kind of finally gotten a result this morning after this long, long trial, which has been super interesting. But, you know, as someone who's been on the internet for a really long time and a part of different, like, fandoms and fan groups and stuff, the way that people have kind of acted so viciously towards one side or another isn't really surprising. Um, And it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely been very interesting to kind of to watch. Now, there's a, a new podcast that came out yesterday uh, from one of your favourite bands of all time, One Direction, and uh, it was a, a podcast that he decided to do a tell-all on the band. Didn't go well for him, did it? Yeah, no. So Liam Payne, who was one of the members of the band, who, if you look at the stats and statistics, he hasn't been the most popular in terms of you know his, his music that he's put out. They all have put out music since the band, um, and he is down in kind of the lower percentile in terms of how successful his music's mm-hmm. been. Do with that information what you will. Um, but, yeah, so he was on a podcast of a famous YouTuber, Logan Paul, if anyone's familiar with him, and that came out yesterday, and he was kind of doing this big tell-all about his time in the band and, and what happened and behind-the-scenes things and supposed fights that he had with band members. And a lot of fans, well, ex-fans now, have come out and just found that he's, he's lying and they've attacked him on social media. So it really shows that, you know what, if you want to get your side of the story out there, make sure your side's correct. Exactly. It's not the way to do it. I mean, one of the biggest things that he, he said, you can go and find the clip, or it's all over Twitter, and he's going, oh, my, my song, Strip That Down, which was his first single out of the band, you know, it hit a billion streams. I think that's the highest streamed song out of all the the songs in the band, mm. and that's just not true. <laughs> I just don't understand how, how do people actually think that they can get away with this? I mean, no. they, you can't just go out there and say this stuff anymore because somebody somewhere will go, well, hang on a second, no, this is the actual fact. No, exactly. I mean, I saw the I saw the clip on Twitter, and I think literally two minutes later, not even someone mm. had posted that the ranking of all the singles and his was not up very high. <laughs> it's quite incredible. Uh, social media can make a life, and it can destroy a life. Yes, no, definitely. Now, Stranger Things, it's back. My God, was it back! Tell me what uh, the craziness that's just come about since uh, since the new season came out. Oh, well, season four has definitely started with a bang. Um, it's actually coming out in two parts. So we've had the first seven episodes of the season. There's actually two more to come in a part two, which is very, very exciting. Um, but uh, as Stranger Things always seems to do, it's kind of broken the internet. Um, everyone on the internet loves Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. It's fantastic. Oh, my 14-year-old loves Stranger Things. <laughs> um, we've been watching all the, the season over the last week and we finished it a couple of days ago and it's it's really, really good. But there's been some interesting um, things that have popped out of it. Some, some songs feature very heavily in the season. If you've watched it, you'll know why. I don't really want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it yet. But um, one in particular, Kate Bush running up that hill, which I think you've talked about, Tracy, yeah. yesterday. Mm. Um, it's seen 150 percent increase in streams on the different music platforms so yesterday when you talked about it it had 50 million streams and now it's at almost 120 million you're kidding me yeah 
Wow. Well, I was I was saying to Michael yesterday that uh, you know Mia came in and said to me, "Oh, you know, do you know Kate Bush?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, like Wuthering Heights," and she's like, uh, "No, running up the hi- that hill." I'm like, "Yeah, that's Kate Bush." Um, yeah, you've all just discovered Kate Bush. Yes, I mean, I, I have a personal love of Kate Bush. Yeah. My mum, a beautiful woman, we listened to a, a lot of Kate Bush when I was really, really young. So I'm super familiar with all of her songs and I, I love it. But um, Bryce and I, I was definitely showing him some other Kate Bush songs in the car the other day while we were driving around. He's like, oh, these are really good. And I'm like, yeah, Kate Bush is amazing. <laughs> now, the other thing that's not so great that's come out of it is the 1980s perm. Are you serious? No, I know. Perms are they're creeping back, Tracy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know, but one of the characters in particular, one of the new characters, um, Eddie Munson, who's um, become very, very popular on social media. Everyone loves his look. It's kind of this 80s, beautiful permed hair, this kind of band rocker look, um, and he's everyone's loving him on, on um, TikTok and, and Instagram. I just love it. Now, before we get to your, your song of the uh, of the week, and I'm pretty sure I know who it's going to be by, but now I have to let you know, I went home and, uh, of course, Disney dropped Obi-Wan early on Friday. They dropped it earlier than was, was meant to be dropped. I've watched the first two episodes of Obi-Wan. It is brilliant, Elizabeth, absolutely fantastic. Have you had a chance to watch that one yet or have you been too busy with Stranger Things? No, of course. We um, we watched Obi-Wan first and then we watched Stranger Things. <laughs> um, that was the hierarchy of the shows good, in, in good. the household. Good, good. Thank you, Bryce. I um, appreciate that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, we definitely enjoyed it. The um, third episode actually came out yesterday. Oh, I've um, been watching, so, so it came out yesterday. Okay. Yeah, so for everyone who's wondering, it is a Wednesday weekly release, mm. um, which was a bit confusing because the episodes came out on Friday of last week. But, yes, yeah, so no, we did watch it and it's fabulous. We really enjoyed it. Bryce was kind of having a bit of a nostalgia trip with all the different little memories from his childhood mm. of watching um, watching Star Wars. So, yeah, no, we loved it. They have done a fantastic job. You know, the fact that it, it basically picks up um, 10 years after we, we know that the, the twins were, were dropped to uh, to each of their, their separate uh, carers and it just basically picks up from there on in. We get to see a young Leia. I just love it. She is so beautiful. The, uh, the actress playing a young Leia, she's brilliant. She is so clever. Yeah, she's amazing. She's such a little girl boss running around, being an absolute icon. Um, yeah, no, we've been loving it. But it's interesting. I mean, as things always have, there has been a bit of backlash of fans not liking one of the characters. And um, Star Wars and Disney and um, Ewan McGregor himself have come out and told people to quit it, pretty much. They've been like, we're not putting up with it. Mm. They were saying that they don't want this, um, you know, they were saying that she's a woman of colour and they didn't want um, Obi-Wan to be overtaken by this kind of, you know, left-wing conspiracies about featuring featuring women of colour and Ewan McGregor came out and said, if you're a racist, then you're not a Star Wars fan or I don't consider you one, so... So I'm gathering they don't like the character who is hunting down Obi-Wan. Is that the one that that they're not liking? Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. I thought she was brilliant. I I loved her. I think Mm. she's incredible. And I'm really interested to see kind of how how they expand that kind of relationship between her and Obi-Wan throughout the rest of the season. But, yeah. Now, as as we know, I haven't seen episode three yet. Please tell me, Christians, is he here yet? Is Darth Vader here yet? I haven't actually watched it yet either. (laughs) We didn't realize until really late yesterday that it had actually come out. 
yesterday. So I think that's on today's agenda. Okay, um, right. Well, we'll have to let everybody know next week exactly whether whether we finally see Darth Vader back on our screens after all these years. Thank you so much, my friend. Now, uh, which Kate Bush song would you like to play this morning? I have picked a personal favourite of mine. Um, It is Wuthering Heights, which is from her 1980... 1978, sorry, album, um, The Kick Inside. It's definitely one of my personal favourite songs and if anyone wants to go watch the music video that goes along with it, it's incredible. She's, you know, classic Kate Bush kind of dancing and all that kind of stuff. It is absolutely fantastic and uh, it's what uh, generated the whole Kate Bush red dress, Wuthering Heights, Out We Go. It's uh, it's what I really remember her for. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I'm going to go and have a look at that new social media, the Be Real. I'm going to go and have a look at that. And uh, yeah, I look, I haven't got into Stranger Things. I had this conversation with Mia over the weekend. You know, I said to her, I've watched, you know, I've watched the episode, the first episode, you know, like, do we find out where the boy went missing to? And she looked at me and she said, Mum, we find that out like midway through the first season. How much of this have you watched? I went like one episode. (laughs) So I need to watch the rest, do I? Yeah, I mean, look, I'll be honest, I was a latecomer to the to the Stranger Things train. I actually, we only watched it a few months ago, um, but we binged the whole season and I got really into it and I would say you should definitely give it a go. Okay, I will do that just for you. That'll be my homework. Fantastic. Thank you, <laughs> Thank so you Elizabeth. We'll catch up with you next week. Stay warm, won't you? I will. Bye-bye. Thanks, Dale. That is Elizabeth Blacksland with uh, What's Making News with Gen Z. And uh, we will divert from the regular playlist, which is all Australian and all Newcastle music, to play Kate Bush in celebration of Gen Z discovering Kate Bush. We've always known she's there, but they're rediscovering her thanks to Stranger Things. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Coming up next, I'm going to be joined by Louise Wilkinson as we talk about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case and the far-ranging complications that come as a result of that. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.